Good evening. Good. Good eve. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury. It's a beautiful day. Absolutely right now, as I speak to you in New York City, the weather is... Remember, the weather is here. I wish you were beautiful. It was. It's. It's incredibly great. <clears throat> Mrs. L and I took a perambulation about the hood. People were out. People are on the sidewalks and they're eating. And I've never enjoyed eating on the sidewalk. That's me. But it's seventy-six degrees, and it's just it's perfection, absolute perfection. And it's so great to see people out and about and just enjoying each other. Just, and it is such a, a beauteous. And I mean, I, I, I mean this. If you were, if you were to try to pick, a a place, a group of people that was the most ecumenical in terms of heterogeneous groups, it was this crew. Every people you can imagine. Shapes, sizes, ages, gays, straights, studded, uh, name it. Just getting along, getting along. That's what we are. Deep down inside, people just want to get along. It's a great Dr. Rodney King said. Really, it's true. I was looking around all these people. Nobody cares about, I swear to God, it doesn't matter. And there's something about New York also because there is there is a, a tendency for you to be even more accepting of others, more when people are out and about because frankly you just you just don't you just don't care. You don't care. And then I was thinking about something and I want you to think about something. But before you think about this, I want you to remember, you are to like this video. You are to subscribe to this channel. You are to subscribe to this channel. It's it's that simple. Just subscribe to it. And if I could, by the way, may I ask, uh, do, do we have any new new members here? Do we have any new members to the consortium, to the conspiratorium, to the clerisy? Do we have any members here? that We might want to say hello to and enjoy and extend some fellowship, have some crumb cake, have a seat. Anybody new? We always love to see, we always love to see new people. Love to see the smiles. Yes, Suzanne. Yes, I love to see people smile. And I love to see kids. And I love to see right near us, there's a, a park. And there's they're playing always soccer and baseball. And they're running around. There's a dog park. And there's just people just getting along. It makes my heart, it makes me, it, it, it rekindles this idea that we are all just regular folks and that we want to get along. Just the same old suspects. That's right, Liz. Just the same old folk. And it's a nice, and it's a nice time to kind of, kind of fill this up. And let me just explain something to you. This is what I'm trying to do. This is what I want you to understand. This is, this is what's critical. I don't want to be doctrinaire. I am not a Republican, though you might say, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a definite, there's a definite uh, a tendency for him to perhaps espouse those things which have been prototypically Republican. Okay. 
And sometimes the libertarians will say, I think he's a rather libertarian. He has a kind of a live and let live thing. Yes. And when it comes to what a true, true Jeffersonian liberal is and a progressive, that's me. Progressive? Oh, my God. I thought it was the most progressive there is. I don't know when it got hijacked to lunacy. And that's where I want to speak to most people. That's it. It's my new party. It's the, come on. That's it. Come on. What do you think? Come on. I. There are so many of us who are out there. Big Dick Long's here. Sandra Fielding's here. Liz is here. Andy. The whole group. The whole group. There are many of us who just are just common sense folks. It's that simple. And one of the things that I think is going on, because what we're seeing is we're trying to figure out how these things work. How these things work. Look at this. Suzanne says, you still see the masked dunderheads driving around alone in their cars in... Is it Nonk Mystic, Stonington, Connecticut? There's a picture. They, they showed a picture of this uh, Walensky who sat down. She has she double masked. Double. Double. When people had masks on, I used to love to say, Hey, you smell that? Yeah. Mask doesn't work. Because if a scent molecule can get through, so can a virus. So can a virus. I was doing some various interviews today, and people ask me, why? Why is this so? Why? Why? No ank. Thank you so much. No ank. People always have to, they, they pronounce certain things, certain certain ways. Never say Houston here, as you know, in New York. It's Houston. In, uh, in, uh, in Florida, it's not Lafayette, it's Lafayette. You know how it, you know how it goes. You know, there's, there's, there's these things that, that people say. It's a way you can always tell when people say Newark. It comes out like Nurk. It's a weird kind of, you can hear it. I can always tell Philadelphia too. You know, Coke, and the Saturday, and the Bagels, and the Eagle. Anyway, I don't remember that. So I was talking to somebody today, and I said, here's what I think is going on. Now, let me explain to you what's going on. You see, when I was a kid, we had this little black box. Imagine this is a black box. And you shake this black box, and you're listening inside, and you're saying, I think... I think it is something spherical because when I go like this, it rolls. So it's it's a it's it's a sphere or spear, as some people say, like Sammy Spear from Jackie Gleason. There's this thing, and I and I think there might be something sliding. I don't know. I think maybe metallic, and that's what I do. I'm looking at this and I'm saying, hmm. Now, right now, let me give you an example, and I want you to answer this question for me. And I always have this. Remember, always think of this. Thought experiment. is somebody from another planet right next to you. Think about this. And you sit down with this person. And he comes along. And he says, now, let me explain something to you. Let me show you what we have. And you bring this person out. But first, let me just say something that before we begin. Let me say a special hello to Sean Martin. <laughs> Love the additional programming in the evening. Learned of you back during Air America days. LOL. Then the Democratic Party left me. When is the next cutting room experience? You know, I will let you know about that. And by the way, Sean, thank you for that. I love that. Well, that's nice. Nice and I can always tell the humidity's perfect. Very, very nice. That's for you. You got a special route. Um, yes. 
the Democratic Party left me. And let me tell you who else is losing me. The Republican Party. The Republican Party. But as I was saying, Sean, imagine there's somebody from another planet here, and I'm sitting here, and I'm going to say, let me see. You see all these wonderful people? All these folks, Central Park, all the Central Park people are running and dancing, and they're jogging and biking. Hmm. Central Park is just, I mean, that is that is idyllic. Idyllic. But then... What happens when all of a sudden somebody says there is a breakdown of order? Something is wrong here. A group of people decided they're upset or a group of people decided they're going to change the texture of the peace. A group of people come together and they say, we don't like this. We're going to act accordingly. And all of a sudden, people are afraid. And then one person starts to break something, and the other person starts to break something. And all of a sudden, you say, wait a minute, where, where, did, these, where did these people come from? They're here. They're ready to go at any moment's notice. In whatever city you're in, wherever you are, some more than others, but they're ready to go. Don't think they're not there. You might, they may not be out now, but as soon as somebody says, now's the time, sound the klaxon, come on out, everybody run, destroy everything, scare people, steal people, rob, pillage, blunder, but I always know that. And everybody here, everybody here knows that too. And I'm wondering, where are these people? And I've always been fascinated by what is it that decide that allows a small percentage of people to decide the fate of everybody else. How does that work? How does that work? It goes back to this, to shake it. What is going on here? How do you explain this? I don't know. Why? Why does everybody now want to go after washers and dryers? Ovens, gas stoves? Electric car, I mean, excuse me, uh, gasoline car. What? Who? Who is pushing this? I have a lot of my friends who are who are very liberal. And they're saying, "I never signed on to this." Who? Why don't you? What don't you like about washers and dryers? I don't understand. What does this have to do with anything? How is that going to? And one day I have this movie. I have this movie. I want to make this movie. And I play this person in this movie who answers your questions. And there's this young person who asks me, who who wants to be a part of the shadow government. And they ask me, why? And I say, why do it? To push you around. We didn't need to do that. We didn't need to do that. What do you think, gas? We're, We're the country that sits on more natural gas reserves why would we ban natural gas? Doesn't make sense, does it? That's what we do. I want you to never understand what we're doing. Sometimes I want you to go through the motions. Did you know during World War II, there were these things called victory gardens? The victory gardens were these wonderful little things that were set up where people would grow plants and vegetables to, to help 
you know, for the war effort. And FDR, I think, later on said, this didn't do any good, but it made them feel like they were doing something. Sometimes we want people just to do something to do it. And it's a positive thing. In this case, it's a negative thing. I made some notes. I want to go by through uh, with you, if you could. What do you think Dylan Mulvaney and the collapse of Anheuser-Busch was? What was that? Give me, and it's not really over with yet, but why do you think that happened? And let's not go through the usual thing. I am very concerned over Dylan Mulvaney. I hope that Dylan Mulvaney uh, realizes that um, I think she, he, she is being used. Now, he, he, may, she, he may, may have made a tremendous fortune. by I, I hope so. But why do you think that was? Why do you think that was? What was that about? Did that have anything to do with beer? No. What? What was the reason for that? Well, look what happened. Is there a reason for it? Not really. Was it mandated? Yes. Did Anheuser-Busch on their own do this? No. Did Anheuser-Busch, did, did, some, did, 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 did some marketing person say, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. I'm going to take this person, this person, and I'm going to make this person uh, enter the, the, the world of beer, which is, you know, I mean, I, I think the demographic might be it's, you know, masculine and, you know, football and all that. Yeah, I think. I don't know. Certain beers are. Heineken's different. Amstelite's different. You know, Stella, Yingling. There's different, different. Everybody's got their own little style. PBR, Bud, you know. Do you think anybody said we're really... No. This was done on purpose, and I told you why. Because of the human rights campaign and the corporate equity interest index. But somebody picked there. Go ahead and do it. Now, why do you think it happened? Well, first of all, the amount of attention that happened. I don't know if it helped Budweiser. I don't know if I, I, I'm surprised that Budweiser didn't say, you know, our sales went through the roof. I don't know why they didn't lie. Somebody signed off on that. I don't want to spend the rest of my days talking about it. I want you to answer my question. What was that really about? It wasn't about beer. It wasn't about transgender. What was that really about? What is it? Why did they say we're going to do this then? John Kerry is now the climate envoy. And there is a certain level of incoherence and I don't understand what is it that John Kerry wants. Do you understand it? I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Next point I want to tell you. And I've tried to t- tell people this, but they won't listen to me. There are young people out there that I want to get on our side. And there's two things that they are very concerned about. Number one is abortion rights, reproductive freedom, whatever you want to call it. Number one. And number two, climate change. What is the Republican Party doing regarding abortion and climate change? Serious question. Answer my answer for me, if you could. What are they doing? Anybody? 
Anybody? Anybody? Have, don't, don't, don't everybody answer at once. What is the Republican Party doing regarding that? What is the official position of the, of the, what? Tell me what it is. And by the way, where, where is Booty Giggity Giggity? Where, where is he? I don't know where he is. He's just gone. Uh, Venus is nothing. Do, do, do you think it's, I think it's a very serious mistake. The Republican Party is going to have to say something. The Republicans is going to, hold my beer. The Republican Party is going to say, they're not saying nothing. Now you got to say something. You 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 have to announce. You 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 have to explain it. So what is it that you say? Well, there are some people who want to ban abortion. I do not want to make abortion illegal. I don't want women to face prison for having an abortion. That's what illegal abortion means. That's what making abortion illegal. Now I don't want to be heavy with you, but that's the truth. I want it to be rare. I want adoptions to be the coolest thing anybody has ever seen. I want all of a sudden, overnight, you see Beyonce, whoever, whoever, whoever is big. I don't even know the names of big stars, but, you know, trendsetters. Who said, yes, my daughter, we're welcoming this baby. We adopted this baby. Really? Yes, we adopted. We gave our baby up for adoption. And we did this, like the Sisters of Life, this group. We gave it up for adoption and we adopted. Give a life. Adopt an American baby. Wouldn't that be something? Don't go to China. Don't go to the, these. These go to Russia all the time. But just say, I want this to be the coolest thing in the world. If you're pregnant... No problem here. Have a baby. Have your baby. Let's make it cool. And I'm telling you, the same motivation that made people want to tattoo their bodies will make them do that. There's a group called the Sisters of Life. This is a group of people, Catholic church or women, uh, nuns, who will work with a woman who is pregnant all the way through. House her, take care of her, make sure she's okay. Sometimes she might want to run from the, or hide from a father. I don't know. Might be some domestic violence there. And they see that baby, and that baby is placed here in this country and put up for adoption and not not lost in some CPS system. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? I I just said nothing against, I I have no, I said nothing about abortion. I said nothing about abortion. Nothing. If anything, I don't want it to be illegal. I don't want women to go to prison for that. But I want somebody to talk about what do we do about adoption? What are we doing? To, we don't talk about that. We just talk about abortion, yes or no. We talk about Dobbs. We talk about the Supreme Court. And we don't talk. What do we talk about this? We start to change the way people think. All of a sudden, everywhere, on every Instagram, on everybody on TV, everybody, people are saying, hey, listen, young girl, whatever, or person, or whatever, if you get pregnant, it's okay. It's your choice. But it's really okay to have that baby. And we will do our best to help you. We're going to put money behind it. We're going to take some of the money that we've been using for Ukraine and the border. And we're going to put it here to support programs to support life. That's all. I'm not even mentioning abortion. Don't even mention it. 
What's wrong with that? Why is it either or? Why is it always this dour, like, oh, no. Will somebody stop talking about abortion and start talking about birth? <laughs> that That's number one. Can we do that? Wesley Miller says, oh, hand farts, please. Oh, Wesley. Did you ever think as an adult you would ever say, hand farts, please? Thank you. Did you ever think you'd be in the position where you say, you know what, this is this means a lot to me. What are you doing? Remember years ago, there was this woman, this guy who said, whose mother was listening, she's called me Leon. Is Leon, is that that Leon guy you're listening to, Leon? Anyway. Republican Party's got to do something about them. You got to explain it. Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus is coming out of the woodwork. Now he's against the... Uh, inclusion mandates, and he wants there to be civics class. And he wants there to be civics class. Do you really want to have a civics class? Yes. Are you sure about this? You want to talk about the Constitution? Yes. You sure about this? I don't think you do. I don't think you do. Oh, and one more thing. What do we do about climate change? What do we do about climate change? There are young people who are going to be looking to the Republican Party and I'm not a Republican, but you better be able to say something. What are you going to do? Mock them? What? I don't understand this. Are you saying there's no climate change? Because you got to define this. What are you saying? Oh, I don't want to. That's garbage. One of the most, did you see there was a debate, kind of a debate between Candace Owens. I don't know where she's going now, now that. Tucker Carlson isn't going to be on. And she was arguing with Joe Rogan about climate change. Oh, that's silly. Well, I want to define it. What do you mean by that? Don't do that to people. Let's talk about it. Tell me what your concerns are. Tell me what your concerns are. Let's talk to you. Hi. Hi, young person. What's your concern? You know, it's funny you say that. When I was your age, when I, and when we were you know, younger... We worried about the environment. I guess that's the same thing. Is that the same thing? Let's talk about that. Let's have a conversation, as people say. Is that the same thing, the environment? What about the water? You know, Bobby Kennedy was always very concerned about the water. I want to know about rivers. I want to know about about what's going on with whales and the oceans and overfishing. I want to know about that. I want to know about pollution. I want to know what they're spraying. I want to know about dimming. I want to know about geoengineering. I want to know, I'm with you. Let's shake hands. Come on, let's do it. I want to talk about climate change. I'm going to talk about people who are trying to change the climate artificially. I'm with you. Come on board. Let's go. Me and you? Absolutely. Let's talk about this. What do you want to do first? What do you want to do? By the way, can we learn a little bit about this? Yes. Can we learn a little bit about this? Would you mind if we did this? Would you mind if we learned a little bit about that together? I think it'd be great. Did you ever learn about the Holocene Maxima and the Hipsy Thermals? Yeah. You ought to go back and see some periods of time. You talk about climate change. Oh, my God. It's a vicissitudinal thing. That doesn't mean that we're going to say, oh, don't worry about it. I don't know. I see no problem with doing something to stop emissions. Is that what you want? Because what I'm finding out, and maybe you can help me, is that people aren't telling me what they want to do. They'll say climate change. They'll say, you know what? I'm with you on that. What do you want me to do? Uh, I don't know, but um, I want you to acknowledge it. Okay, I acknowledge it. Now, what do you want me to do? 
What do you want me to do? I had a friend of mine years ago, and his, he was an alcoholic. And his wife took him to Allen. And you know, he, he went to Al, I think he went to Allen with his wife. And they said, you've got to admit you're an alcoholic. He says, I'm an alcoholic. Are you going to stop? No. He said, well, you, you just can't. You just can't say I'm an alcoholic. Well, what's wrong with that? You told me to do it, to admit it. I admit it. Yeah, but you got to do something about it. I don't know what you want me to do. First step is admitting it, right? I'm there. No denial for me. So that's the first thing I want to do. Let's all say, okay, what do you want? What would you like us to do? Why are we arguing over this thing called climate change? Why are we arguing? Please tell me. Somebody tell me. Why are we arguing? Why are we chasing away people? Do you have a problem with that? I don't even know what it means. I think I do. I think I do. But stop mocking people. There are people who are very, very concerned about this. And and, and, and the Republican Party is this bunch of smug, arrogant, they're like vegans. Oh, these vegans. I never say that word. I can't believe I even said that word. These people are just... Remember the old joke? How many light bulbs does it take... How many many vegans does it take to change a light bulb? I'm better than you. (laughs) Some people don't understand. That's one thing I never never understand. I, I, I just don't understand where these things are. Why do you think Ron DeSantis is going to appeal to, to, uh, to young people? What is it that young people... Is anybody listening to anybody anymore? What is it that we're... Well, I'm going to sign this legislation to keep the CCP out of Florida. Okay, that's nice. What's going on? Can you and I talk about something? If I give you something to, to learn, if I give you an assignment, will you go and learn it? Would you do this for me? Would you promise me you'll do this? Would you? I think it'd be a good idea. Would you please look up what neocons are, the history of it? Would you understand? Would you learn this? Would you do your best to find out what a neocon is? Who are they? What do they want? What is it about? What's it all about, Alfie? What are the neocons? What are they? What do they want? Who are they? How can you tell one? Do you know anyone? Do you know any neocons? They're over there in Washington, I guess, or in various think tanks. Where are they? This is the most interesting thing in the world. Where are they? What do they stand for? So you're going to do some research on that. And then you're going to report back to me. You're going to tell me, what is it that they want? And what's wrong with being a neocon? What is a neoconservative? A neoconservative? A new conservative? How does this thing work? How does this, how does this work? They're the most dangerous people I've ever met in my life. But they sound great. And one of the reasons why they sound great is that they tell you things. They say that there's no particular reason why the United States has to maintain its position of strength in the world. It used to be strength. In the world, it's got to go out and spread, spread the holy word of peace by threatening to destroy company, countries who didn't abide. Do you know right now, listen to this. This is the most amazing thing to me. And I can't say this. I always look this up. The number of U.S. military bases around 
the world. Okay? Can we do this? This blows me away. The total number of foreign sites with installations and facilities that are either in active use or service or that may be activated by operation of military law is just over a thousand. Did you hear what I said? A thousand. Despite recently closing hundreds of bases in Iraq and Afghanistan, the United States still maintains nearly 800 military bases in more than 70 countries abroad. From giant little Americas to small radar facilities, Britain, France, Russia, by contrast, having about 30 foreign bases combined. How does that work? How does that work? Is anybody going to talk about that? I don't think so. How does that work? When you go to another country, somebody says, what are you doing? What is your goal? What do we tell people? How do we do this? How do we do this? This absolutely amazes me. I'm going to also talk about something. I want to talk about this. And I mentioned something which is very beautiful. Maybe this is for Richard Dreyfus. Maybe it's for Richard Dreyfus. I don't know. I don't know. But I want to read this one thing to you, which I love. The First Amendment. There's an old picture of me. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances or abridging the freedom of speech. The absolute freedom. They're not giving you this right. They're limiting government. This is a negative right. They're telling the government, you cannot do this. This is the most important thing in the world. I want to start with that one. How do you even... Ex- I want to say Richard Dreyfus. Can, can we talk about this? Do you have freedom of speech in this country? Yes or no? Do you have freedom of speech in this country? Yes or no? Answer my question. I'll wait. Take a sip of my Java. By the way, this mug has been everywhere. This mug is indestructible. Lionel gear is available. You can go right there on the side and just, just get it. It is, it is, it, this, this mug in particular, it, it's just, I mean, it's, I don't know what they make out of this thing. It's, it's got like rebar in it or something. Is there freedom of speech? No. No. What is it that you really want to say that people allow you to say only something that is really unimportant. Go on platforms and say something that you think is controversial. When there was a time in in the year 2000 when the internet started you could say anything you wanted. It was the most wonderful time in the world. It was the Wild West. I remember growing up in the 60s and the 70s as a kid. Oh my God, it was the most wonderful thing in the world. 
And now people, what they do is they want to just curse. You can't say what you want. You can't say what you want. Because somebody very smart says, here's what we're going to do. We're not going to limit what you're saying. We're just going to limit misinformation. You don't have the right to say misinformation. You don't have the right to say, to speak disinformation. You don't have the right to say something that could hurt people, that could harm people. You don't have the right to do that. Who determines what's misinformation? I do. I have set up a a little fact-finding organization that will determine this for you. They're fact-finders. They verify what you're saying. And if what you're saying verifies them, go ahead. Because we don't want you to give misinformation. You don't want misinformation, do you? Do you? No, I don't want misinformation. Do you want misinformation? Define misinformation. Information that's not true. What does that mean? What's disinformation versus misinformation? One's more negligent, one's more active. But isn't that one of the risks of free speech? Somebody saying something? No. There was a woman, a while back I saw her, she had cancer. And she was telling people that she cured her cancer with juices, just fruit juices. And another woman said one time to me, cancers are from, um, oh God, uh, sugar or something. I don't know what it was. It was was the most dangerous thing in the world. This person was going on telling people all the time that you can, that, that you, that, that you, that is just not true. And this is dangerous. Telling people, telling people that you, you know, come on, you, cancer, juices, fruit juice? No. What are you talking about? You're going to kill somebody. I guess in the annals of maybe it could be true, but you, you don't, that's not only misinformation, that's dangerous. That's okay. Nobody stopped them. Nobody stopped them. The number one killer is heart disease. Number one. 750, 800,000 people dying a year from heart disease. That's preventable. And the stuff that people are saying, it's absurd. It's absurd. Should you be denied the ability to say that? No. But wait a minute. But it's misinformation. It's up to you. Buyer beware. Wait a minute. You just says this could hurt you. Yep. Do you want me to get into saying only information that is safe and beneficial and has been checked out? Checked out and vetted? There's no such thing as that. What are you talking about? This is the most important thing in the world. This is so critical. Life is a, well, it's tough. And that's the thing I want to tell you. And I don't know, and, and there's no way for somebody to be able to tell you, no, you can say this, but you can't say this. This is going to kill you. I hear stuff all the time that is just absurd. It's wrong. 
legal, this, historical. But you know what I say? That's the way it goes. Do not you. This is not medical advice. Do not listen to this. Take it with a grain of salt. This is just a bunch of people talking. There, I warned you. There you go. Whatever it is. No, it doesn't matter. I believe, well, whatever it is, you think whatever you want. Now, 20 years ago, it was great. We lived by that. Then all of a sudden, it stopped. I don't know what happened. We said, no, 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 that's enough. We started to give things a name. No, no, that's a conspiracy theory. Wait a minute, what? What's wrong with that? That's a conspiracy theory. Unfounded. Well, a lot of things are unfounded. I don't want to get into religion, but I don't ever want you to not be able to espouse religious, even though I think it's unfounded. Well, that, you make some pretty big claims about your faith. So what? That's the way it is. We're not going to do anything about this. There was a case recently. Did you hear the story about this brand new, this brand new um, whistleblower regarding Joe Biden? It was the whistleblower. Did you hear about the whistleblower? This is the one that absolutely got me. And he worked for the Southern District of New York in 2018 and I think sent the word to Berman, the U.S. attorney, and said at the time that this, this, that the Ukrainian, uh, a Ukrainian prosecutor, wanted to introduce the Southern District to some John Doe's regarding some bribery that putatively took place regarding Joe Biden and others. And the U.S. Attorney's Office said nothing. What it did was it turned around and issued a warrant against his phone. How does that happen? Nothing happened. Jim Jordan, go down the list. Nothing happens. Nothing Imagine if during Nixon or Watergate they said, you, 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 did you, I'm not going to talk to you. Turn the tapes over. I'm not going to talk to you. And then nothing happens. They don't go to court. The Supreme Court doesn't do anything. There's no Watergate hearings. Wood, Woodward and Bernstein say, excuse me, Nixon is, a, eh. you've never heard of it before. In our country right now, nothing happens. And listen to me and listen to what's happening. The singular most important issue right now, bar none, of anything, is Bobby Kennedy Jr. Oh, my God. Now he's bashing Biden's open borders policy. He's going after everything. Bobby Kennedy Jr. is, where have you been, Joe DiMaggio? Now, I don't know about you. This guy may be the biggest, the biggest... um, Phony baloney anybody has ever seen. But I'll tell you right now. I would vote for him in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Who's with me on this one? I think Trump's going to be the Republican nominee. I think right now as it stands, I don't know anybody else who could beat him or anybody else. I could vote for Bobby Kennedy in a heartbeat. Who's with me right now? Bobby Kennedy. Bobby Kennedy, can you believe me? I'll tell you, Bobby Kennedy. Wait a minute, what? 
Bobby Kennedy. Yep. I'll vote Democrat. Wait, 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 wait. What? I'll do it. Sure. If they say he's pulling 19%, it's 25%. Absolutely. Who's with me on that one? I would do it in a heartbeat. It's not going to be perfect. Tell me somebody who's perfect. Some people, and I know that Bobby Kennedy probably, if he were, if 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 it's him versus somebody else, he's going to be picking federal judges that you may not like. He's going to be whatever. I don't care. Do you know what I really want so much? I want somebody who's smart. I want somebody who has guts, and I'm willing to say, okay, I'll tell you what, I'll vote for you with you on this, but you may. There may be something you don't particularly care about. There may be there may be something that okay, some I don't know, some pla- some maybe taxing, some taxation, tax and spend. Absolutely. And what did they do? What did Trump do? Uh, uh, Bobby Kennedy do? What did Bobby Kennedy do? Bobby Kennedy is doing the same thing that Teddy Kennedy did in 1980 against Jimmy Carter. Ted Kennedy came in. What I want to see right now, what I hope, what I see happening, is I see a complete and total re... kind of a re... um, a refurbishing, so to speak, of the Republican system. I don't want to go Republican or Democrat. I want to say, I like him. I don't care what party he is. I like him. I like him. He's a Democrat. Okay, whatever. Keep talking. Keep talking. You see what he's doing? See what Bobby Kennedy's doing to lure you? What are the Republicans doing to lure the Democrats? Nothing. What are they doing? Now, let me tell you something right now. And the, and the, 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 the person that I cannot, I cannot, I don't know what it is, who is saying nothing to me, and I know you love her, is Carrie Lake. I don't know what it is. Fine. She's wasting, but she talks about one thing and one thing only. She wants to be governor of Arizona. That's it. That's it. What is it? How does this thing work? You know who's like this in a weird way, in a very interesting way? Um, in a good way, is um, uh, Dershowitz. Dershowitz is saying things that a lot of times people will say, you know what, you're right about that. He says things that, I, if this guy's not a Republican, I don't know anybody is. I don't think these words mean anything anymore. And if somebody says, there's one thing you say, you know what, I don't like what he said about such and such. Okay. I don't like about climate. All right. I don't like what he said about guns. I don't know what he said about guns, but maybe this. Does that really mean that much to you? It's up to you. It's your vote. It's your vote. You're going to throw away the good in search of the perfect? Is that it? Everybody's got these things that are their... their re- What's your... What is your... Uh-uh button? What is your, uh-uh, nope, nope. I will never, ever, ever 
support somebody who believes in such and such. What is it? What's that issue? What's that issue? The one issue that they could be perfect, but if they agree with the one thing, you're out of there. You'll rather not vote for anything. What's that issue? I don't know if I have one. I'm into compromise. I believe in compromise. What is that thing? What is it? What is the issue that you will never, ever, ever allow a candidate to vote for or be for and, and you'll support him? Nothing. I don't know such a thing. I don't know what it is. I'm making 50% on something. I'm making 50%. Somebody says war. Brian says war. War? What do you mean war? What do you mean war? Somebody who wants war? Okay. Other people want it. What are you going to do with that? So if somebody says war, I mean, if somebody says we're going to go to war with China, oh no, we're not. Oh no, 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 no. Is that it? Somebody wants socialism? Define socialism. Planned economy? What's socialism? What does socialism mean? Now, there are some people I will never vote for because I do not think it is possible for them to possibly change enough of what they believe in. AOC, um, Bernie Sanders, I respect. I won't vote for him, but I respect him because I think he's legitimate. I think so. I want somebody who's not doctrinaire. I want somebody who I have a I have an easier time voting for. The problem is that if I told you what Trump stood for, if I told you what Trump stood for, and I just pulled out his issues one by one, you say, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. Who said that? That's Trump. Oh no, no, I can't be. No, I can't be. Years ago, there was a there was a test to see whom people voted, uh, whom people supported, and I checked off all of the the areas or whatever. And the the one that was the most interesting was. Oh, I, I remember asking or answering all the questions, and the and the candidate that matched perfectly to me was Dennis Kucinich. I couldn't believe it, and it showed me I don't know what Dennis Kucinich stood for. I don't know. Is it because he looked like Dandy? He looked at, maybe I don't know. What is it? What is the thing? What do you stand for? Real serious, serious. Honest to God issues. What? What are you going to do about AI? What are you going to do about balanced budgets? What are you going to do about all this money, this expenditure? I'm telling you right now. All of the money that we're giving away elsewhere and not here locally, I don't get this. To give money away, whether it's to Ukraine or whether it's... And not even explain what? What it is we're doing? Who's coming into our border? This iteration, the Biden administration, the Biden administration, not the Democrats, the Biden administration is something I never thought even remotely possible. I never thought it possible. So my friends, you think about this. Think about what we've said tonight. Be very, very careful. And ask yourself, what is it that you're going to do to lure somebody who might be a fence-sitter, maybe an independent or an undecided, who, who will come to your side, whatever your side is, 
What are you going to do? How do you handle them? What do you tell them? Do you mock them? Do you laugh at them? Do you chide them? Do you point fingers at them? Do you stand there doctrinaire? Do you stand there resolute? You are not going to... No. It's compromise. Remember what politics is. It's compromise. It's not this apodictic, manichaean, good versus evil nonsense. I'm telling you, if you want to win, you got to start with winning elections. And you don't win elections by scaring people or insulting people or making them think you're a lunatic. You also got to make sure people you shouldn't hang around with. I'm going to say something to you right now and you're not going to like it. If you're running for Republican, Marjorie Taylor Greene is great. Nationwide, nope. Uh Uh-uh. Republican, you betcha. She's great. You run Republican in your district, she's terrific. Maybe even Matt Gates. I don't know about him. He's trouble. He's he's trouble. Uh, Boebert, her days are numbered. She's she's not here for the long run. She doesn't have it down down the road. I don't know if she's because she's too young. She's just she's she's no 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 no. no. Tulsi Gabbard would be better if she just lands on something and just figures out what she's going to say and stop being so Ivan De Carlo creepy. That's all I'm saying. I'm looking for somebody who says something when when they show up. You listen to them, and they just they just sort of listen to them. Do you remember Jimmy Carter, why Jimmy Carter ran? And won, rather? Do you remember that? Do you remember what it was that that Donald Trump had, what he had? I'm telling you. All right, my friends. I wish you a great and a glorious day. A wonderful day. I thank you immensely. And I thank you. Uh, our, our dear friend, our dear friend, um, 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 Sean uh, Martin, or Martin, as they say. Thank you so much for your kindness. And thank you, Wesley Miller, as well, for your kindness as well. We'll see you tomorrow at 8 a.m. Eastern Time. Same bad time, same bad channel. Thank you, my dear friends. Have a great and a glorious night. Be safe. Watch some great, great classic. Watch a classic movie. Just, just, just don't watch this stuff. Watch a classic film noir. Something dark, something black and white. Something Edward G. Robinson, some, some Richard Widmark classic. Go back to the rudiments of film and enjoy yourself and lose yourself. Transport yourself. In any event, have a great day. Thanks so much. See you tomorrow. Same bad time, same bad channel, 8 a.m. Eastern time. Don't forget, the monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Da-da.